Hi guys, welcome back. I'm Jacqueline. And it's Alana. And here's another episode of Black and Yellow. First show of the summer series. Nice and hot and sweaty and sunny. Sunny. And beautiful. California summer loving. Love it. Here. Are you a fan of summertime? Because it's my favorite time of year. I love the summer. I cannot stand the cold. I am a pussy when it comes to the cold. I relish in the heat. summer. Yeah, yes, totally. I think I'm part lizard because I just love when it's triple <laughs> digits here in Los Angeles. There's something just comforting and oh, yeah. obviously warming. Yeah, but also and then the fashion. Yes, like, you can wear shorts and skirts and dresses and love and it. and wedges and sandals mm. and heels and there's just so much more that you can play with the colors. Everything. Jackie, you're making me feel funny in my lady parts because you're just speaking all of the languages and Fashionista all of the words. Fashionista languages. I love. I love. I love. Uh. Sun hats, sunglasses, <sighs> ascots. Uh. Woo-hoo. Okay. Having whoa, a little whoa, whoa, whoa. getting close here, huh? <laughs> Almost to a climax, but I will. I'll pull myself All right, back. all right. Reel it back, girl. Save it for later. So what do you have going on this summer? Uh, I'll be going to Taiwan Ooh. for five weeks. Nice. I know. I'm really excited. I'm going to go over and see some family and possibly look at a couple properties. I'm looking to buy a house there. Making money moves. Yep, you know it. Love um, it. And then, not th- as far as going, actually, like, leaving, leaving, that's it. I'm going to be in a play. Oh yeah! Where tell what um, play? It's it's called Fu Chow with Bourbon. Okay, Fu Chow in Chinese means revenge, with bourbon. Okay, um, it's Drunken gonna be revenge. yes, it's gonna be in part of the Hollywood Fringe Festival, the Summer Fringe Festival. Cool! Oh, congratulations! Yeah. Thank you. I'm really excited. Um, I found out a week or two ago that I booked it officially, and then I met with the director and we discussed a couple things. But Great. I know I'm really really excited. It's a four yes. it's a four character play. Um, but it's it mainly is revolves around me and my sister so it's it's I'm, I'm really excited it's sort of dark kind of like a tragedy okay but uh who doesn't love a dark tragedy yeah well you're gonna have to keep us and the listeners all yeah. updated on when it's going up definitely. times i will obviously be there uh-huh. congrats thank though. you thank this is new information because i definitely a surprise pop and surprise about it i love it thank you <laughs> How about you? What do you have going on this summer? So I'm doing my first European girls trip. Girls. Gals trip. And then I was like, wait, no, girls trip. Um, A friend of mine is getting married in the south of France. It's a destination (sighs) wedding. So going with my friend Shannon, I'll be her plus one. But also I'm really curious to see what a destination wedding is like. Not in a place that's close to California. I've been to destination weddings in like Mexico or Vegas. But never like France. Mm, so we're doing so that. Fancy. I love it. I'm so excited. And it's your, it's her friend. You told me. I think it's my friend Shannon's uh, childhood friend. Childhood friend. Yeah. Got it. I'm literally just tagging along to be the. How plus amazing one. though. I'm excited. How, what then, are you doing this summer? Oh, I'm going to a wedding in France. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm literally. I'm not trying to brag. I've, that I. That is what I'm doing. <laughs> like this is my first. European trip I'm without so excited my for you. Other. Yay. So I'm very excited about the the growth and like the the yeah. girl time and yeah. the self-exploration it's time. Yeah. And then yeah. um we're going to Paris and Berlin after that and mm. then Burning Man in August. Oh, oh yeah, you go to Burning Man everywhere you love look, it. duck. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to the Burning Man crew who mm. I know is listening. Yay. Um <laughs> so yeah, so it's a pretty pretty fun, pretty packed summer. 
school. Yeah. Yeah. I think we both have them. I know. I'm really excited. I am too. Yeah. I don't know about you, but does this time of year make you worry about your looks or aging or anything like that? Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think, right. I think obviously I'm rearing into my late twenties. So I think, and also I'm Asians. I'm Asian. Asian. I'm more than more one. Than Asian. one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, Oh, I think we're also here to talk about with you guys today the thing about how Asians don't reason. And black don't cry. Mm-hmm. Specifically, we're talking about aging and how Asian women and black women view the aging process very differently, it feels like, Completely. from white women. I think, I think for Asian women and black women in general, uh, have a whole different experience of aging compared to Caucasian women. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You said you're careening into your late 20s. Yes. I'm in my early 30s, as in I am 30. And I'm noticing uh, with certain friends of mine, but also in the, the field of work that we do, which uh-huh. is acting. Yes. I'm noticing the fear of aging starting to set in mm. with my Caucasian female friends. A mm. couple of male ones, too, but I really feel it strong among my Caucasian female. I'm noticing some Botox is starting to happen. Wow. I'm noticing some light plastic surgery is being lied about. I also notice around this time of year that I like to go out like arms and legs exposed. Yeah. Many of my friends are covered with the hat. And something to protect their neck and their hands and their arms. And I always just feel like, girl, it's summertime. Like, yeah. let it all hang out. Right. Let this, let the, get some sun in. Get that vitamin D. Yeah. But I, I also have to stop myself and go, okay, Alana, you're black. The minute you step into the sun, you just take color like nobody's right, business right. and don't burn. Well, you know what I do when I... I when I have white friends that I'm going to the beach with or vacation, like I went to Hawaii this past summer with my good friend Chelsea. Hey Chelsea, um, who's half Japanese actually and half half white. But um, and in general, I I ask these I, when I meet someone white or that I'm going with them somewhere, I say, "All right, tell me." Oh, <laughs> I have a question for you, and they're like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Do you burn or do you tan?" interrogation it's always yes it is okay and it's hilarious because everyone always has a different answer for me most some white people say i burn Mm -hmm. and then i tan yeah which sounds painful as hell it does some people say i just burn which that's probably the worst one you could get yeah and then i have some white people that say oh yeah i i tan and then i look at them and i'm like oh really and they go yeah and i said but tell me what are your where are your parents from? <laughs> so you got a little you got a little uh you got a little Hispanic in there. You got a little you know Italian, Italian a little something something that makes you mm. uh, be able to tan. And then they're like, yeah, well my father's Italian, and I'm like, well there it is. Got it. So okay. it's really fascinating for me to see that even amongst white people, mm-hmm. there's that like hit or miss. Yeah. Or there's a few that actually get lucky and are able to tan and be you know a little olivey and just not deal yeah. with um. Like, growing up, I never wore sunscreen. Really? Hardly ever. Oh, I certainly did. Hardly ever. And I mean, obviously, I I regretted it once I obviously got burned. Yeah. But sunscreen has never been, like, a go-to for me. Okay. I've never gone to the beach and had to, like, put too much of it on or, like, if I forgot, you know, like, it was never something because I would would get dark and if I would burn, then I'd burn a little and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But being around my white friends, they're like, we got to buy sunscreen. And I'm like... Oh, right. We have to buy sunscreen. And maniacally reapply it. Yes. Like crazy time reapply Crazy. It. I yeah. would probably put on 
it before mm-hmm. and then just have be the kind like be okay with it the whole day. Got it. And I'm pretty good to I'm pretty good about like knowing when I'm like close to like starting to burn and I'll be sure to step out or I'll make sure to put something on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, See, my mom definitely put sunscreen on me as a kid. And now that I'm an adult, I run like I'm run I'm a five day a week runner and I always have sunscreen in my car mm. for a, a nice, long, sunny run. Mm. I feel like part of it's like you should put on sunscreen. It's good for your skin. The other part of me is like, I'm going to put on this sunscreen because when I apply that sunscreen that you can spray on, I get a nice Beyonce glow. <laughs> and then I start to run and I start to sweat. I start to glisten. And I'm like, yeah, like, look at my I'm skin. Beyonce just right now. Flawless. But to me also, like the smet, the, the scent of running is like sunscreen and sweat. So if uh, I don't smell like both and I feel like I haven't done something. Right. I see. I see. I definitely get excited when I'm by the pool or the beach and I do like wick, not necessarily on my body, but I get a little whiff of like sunscreen in mm-hmm. the ocean or the sunscreen in the sun i'm like oh it's summertime yeah totally and it's kind of fun to try out new sunscreens it is it like is. i used to be a copper tone girl for so long now i'm using alba cosmetics which is like an all-natural coconut i'm definitely sunscreen. a big fan of the all-natural stuff oh yeah the 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 commercial stuff can be really shitty for your skin and for a black woman it can some can leave a really weird white cast interesting like so it sort of looks like if i use the rub-on stuff it looks like i'm a little bit ashy huh which I'm never really a fan of because yeah. it just feels like I have an ashy body on a black ass face. And I hate black ass I face. I hate that look. It drives me crazy. Though I got to say about your line of questioning to your friends, uh-huh. it feels like, I don't know if this is conscious, but it seems like you're sort of taking the power back. <laughs> like it, for me, I heard your line of questioning. I was like, oh, I see what you did there, Jackie. You know, you're taking the power back. Yeah. Most Asian Americans get asked, where are you from, really? Yeah. And I like that you're like, what are you really? Why do you burn or why do you tan? Like, I like, I'm not even sure if that's a conscious thing. No, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's just more of like, let's figure out why you really tan. Or let's figure out why you really burn. Okay. For the sake of tanning, <laughs> for the sake of burning, this question is important. Got it. And I must know, and you will tell me. Any future friends of Jackie's? Who are white or something in there? No, around summertime, she's going to give you a stiff line of questions. I sure am. I mean, it makes a difference because obviously it's your genetics and where you came from, and passing it down the line, and and so on and so forth. And so then you can really figure out, like, oh, okay, this is why I burn. This is why I tan. Totally. And speaking of burning and tanning and and genetics, I don't know about you, but I have a hard time. relating sympathizing empathizing with my white female friends when it comes to their super frantic oh my god i'm hitting my 30s i need to reverse or slow down the aging clock i just i i have a hard time sympathizing with them and i think part of it is because i have grown up for so long with the motto of black don't crack Yes. And even in like beauty and anti-aging and beauty products that are on the market, I don't feel like a ton of them are aimed at white women or sorry, are aimed at black women. Oh, I I see see. a ton of like white women and anti-aging commercials. Yes. More so than than black women or Asian women. And I wonder if that is conscious on marketers part to be oh, like oh I'm well sure. black don't crack and asian don't raisin so let's just ah, forget about yeah. that d- those two demographics well, we don't have to worry as much as far as like sales or we're, we're we're gonna make our most money is probably in the demographic of white women yes definitely got it do you feel the the need to succumb to this 
frantic, oh my God, I'm about to turn 30 and I gotta slow the clock down? Not really. Not at all, honestly, because I think black black women or black people and Asians in general have gotten the best... We everyone knows, you know. You, I've I've met black people before, and I like somehow find out their age, and I'm yeah. like, I'm literally floored. But same with Asian people yeah, too. I'm floored that he's seventy and he looks like he's literally fifty. Right. Like I'm floored, and mm-hmm. then I and then it's like, have you done anything? Have you done any plastic surgery? All this stuff, and it's like, no, I haven't. And then and it blows my, and that just goes to show, like, just the quality of the skin mm-hmm. just allows it not to age as fast because I think it's called like a Methusa gene or something. Thing. I looked oh, it up. Okay. It's like a not a I'm not, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it allows the pigmentation in your guys's dark skin mm-hmm. um does not show the damage that the sun has done over the years in the long run because of this methusa gene which is actually called like an ageless gene ah. that black people have more of than any other race. So we're like the ageless people? Yeah. Love it. Fucking awesome. Oh god, just yeah, another just reason why dominate. I love being black. Yes. <laughs> literally just another just um another one and then i think asians have a little bit of it but mm-hmm. i think for asians it's mostly honestly i'm gonna relate it to more of like our lifestyle and our diet yeah because we have a really healthy i mean a lot of we don't have like you have to be vegetarian you have to be vegan we don't have any of that like right. our diet is mostly gluten-free mm-hmm. um it's a very little meats and dairy no dairy whatsoever right um yes it's pretty oily but we also drink tea with their meals which has the healthy tannises got it and it's alkaline and it's hot so ah, it breaks the fat down it neutralizes your body yeah so all the acidic foods you're eating actually gets gets neutralized and um and we just we don't have snacks we don't have my mom didn't eat ice cream till she was 16 really yeah like we don't have that wow. whole like processed food. It's a very wholesome diet. It's it's veggies, it's rice, it's fish, mm-hmm. it's tea, and then dessert. It's fruit. You know, yes, it's a very simple diet that we still eat. Like I, I still eat like that. It's very like close to that of like a caveman. It seems yeah, like like, like fishermen, right? Like a very simple, off the land. Yes, yeah. Type of um way or or you eat what you plant, right? You, I love that mentality. You, um, so I honestly attribute more of and not just like not just in my life but because of so many like 5000 years of eating that way mm. has only helped our skin and has only helped us age slower got it in, i mean in a weird way if you can like oh science. i get that totally i mean i wish i could say the same thing about black people we like let's just be real like fried everything african american diets are not the healthiest of diets nope. I'm not saying that every African American person does like the heavy fried sure. foods and the a lot of sweet things. Assumption. Yes, exactly. The general assumption is that we are fried chicken, collard greens, sweet soul tea, food. soul food yeah. eating people every single day. And that is that could not be the furthest from the truth. Right. That being said, there are a ton of unhealthy elements to an African American's diet that could age us faster and i think uh, the melanin in our skin and the gene the ageless gene that you were talking about probably helps to counteract some yes, of that yes i was just going to say based on the general diet i i think you guys are very lucky to have 
a skin or a pigmented skin that won't show the damages to the sun totally. or the damages maybe from internal, yeah, which is food or stress, whatever it may be, um, show so fast and so soon compared right. to white people. Definitely. I think the diet, the Caucasian diet doesn't help. Um, I think it's too much dairy, mm-hmm. way too much dairy. A lot of meat. And a lot, a lot of meat. It's meat based. Yeah. It's a big, it's a big chunk of steak. And it's a little thing of, of veggies and a little thing of carbs. And it's that's the total opposite. Well, if we're talking about the Midwest, meat and potatoes. And no veggies. That's And no veggies. <laughs> is um, Or you get veggies, veggies that have been, like, cooked all the way down. To, all like, the nutrients are gone. gone. Totally. And yellow, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think I'm really grateful. I mean, especially in acting, I still go out for, like, 16-year-olds. Yeah. I go out for 18 to play younger all the time. Which is great. Which is great. That means, you know, I can still play 40 when I'm 50. Right. Um. But based on my like lineage and and my mom, like people look at me and they're like, oh my god, you look like you're 20, and I'm like, you should see my mom. She's yeah. like, she's 40, mm-hmm. you know. So I just I I can see. Hopefully, hopefully she doesn't like all them. Just and then there's that running joke when when Asians hit, you know, like 70 or 80, like, all downhill, like, all downhill. But even <laughs> at 70 and 80, like I would hope by 70 or 80, no one's like trying to get it going. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like right. I think by that part of your life, like. The fear of being sexually invisible or the fear of of who's looking and who's checking me out, I think has greatly diminished. I think so, too. I think in Japan and Korea and I'm sure in parts of China, there's great emphasis on beauty and Mm -hmm. just the beauty uh beauty world the cosmetology world is really big in those countries the plastic surgery world i think somewhere along the lines maybe for asians not necessarily at 30 like what you're experiencing with your friends right now but Mm -hmm. for asian women maybe like in their late 40s to 50s when they kind of it's always 10 years later for us yeah (laughs) start, start to feel a little bit not like they're kind of kind of grasp beyond to that youth. Yeah. A lot of women will go ahead and do the plastic surgery, do okay. the lifts, do the fat graphing, do whatever it is. Got it. Um to which I don't always condone, but you know, it's your face. Yeah. Um I see that happening more and more and more. But see to me, plastic surgery at, at an older age, when I say older, I mean like 40, 50. Yeah. Not like late 20s, early 30s. Right, right, right. Cuz I think when you start get, doing pl- I, to me, a plastic surgery face doesn't age well in the long Not run. Not at all. We've all seen them. We've all seen them. And I think the minute you start getting plastic surgery, you have to keep up with it you do and it's not just on the face because you can't have a 30 year old looking face and a 50 year old looking neck Neck. and everyone knows and everybody knows like but then you look at your neck or you do your face and your neck and then you see your hands right like it's it's a cycle that doesn't suck yeah it's it's horrible and it'll suck you in totally it also makes me want to get really sick leather driving gloves but that's like a way different fashion and anti-aging discussion that i will just leave to the side but I'm saying all that to say I think it's a slippery slope once plastic surgery starts. Yes. I want to go back to a little thing that you said in terms of, like, not being able to age or place. Uh Because for you, like, I totally hear with Asian men and women when they're older, I have a hard time placing them, too. Mm. Generally, when I see a a really well-kept, well-put-together black woman and her skin is tight and on point, the Mm -hmm. first question I have is, do you have children? Yes. And generally the answer is no. Yes, I agree. I think that kids also age you immensely. Age the fuck out of you. Ooh, yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. Makes me kind of wonder if I want kids or not, but that's again another a different yeah. uh, conversation. Right. All those things said, I think in our western Caucasian culture, there is a fear that is instilled in white women 
from an early age that you need to keep up your looks because you need to get married. You need to get a man because the minute that you hit 40, you become invisible. The minute your looks start to go, you your sexuality is invisible. Mm-hmm. You are largely invisible. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't really exist in African-American culture. Mm-hmm. As African-American women get older, we get more powerful within the hierarchy of our family. Mm-hmm. As we get older, we get more powerful. So even there's if you're f- single? Even if you're single. Uh, see, it's the opposite in our culture. Even if you're single. Interesting. And in ways, even if it's sort of better if you're single, because you have more time to devote to the family unit as a whole. Uh, so it's not a bad thing. It's not like you're cast aside. Yeah. If you're single, no, don't get it twisted. Black people will, when that single person's not around, be like, girl, why is she still married? Why is she single? She, you know, she needs to be married with a kid. What is right, going right, on? Right, right. But the minute she walks back into the room, it's like... <laughs> Hey, thank you so much for helping. You're doing great. Let's go do this thing over here. Like, I'm not saying that black people don't talk about their single family members and what's wrong with them and what's going on. I'm just saying there's more incentive for black women as we get older Older. because it's not as though we get more invisible. We get more powerful and power makes you visible. Right. It's the it's the complete opposite in in sense in a sense with white people. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. For sure. I think in um, Asian culture, it's even worse How so? than white culture. <laughs> I think that traditional mentality of young Asian women having to be married at a certain time or married off to produce mm-hmm. offsprings is still embedded and ingrained in certain traditional mom and mom and dads. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't really speak so much for like the modern day Asian American experience family. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say if I had kids. Okay. And my daughter wasn't married or a certain place in her 30s or 40s. I wouldn't have an issue with that. Right. I'd be like, be your own woman. Right. Be an individual. Do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to travel around the world, if you want to quit your job, if you want to not have kids, if you want to adopt, if you don't want to get married, I'm like, go for it. Mm -hmm. You're your own person. But I think people in my generation are still dealing with the first or the immigrant families, the immigrant parents that moved here. Got it. Or there's many that just moved here or were born here and the parents went back to their country. Mm, so they're, okay. like, they're building their lives here as an American. Right. But their mom and dad are still in China. There's Interesting. There's a lot of that. Wow. And so, and so I think they're, they're, it's big on like, the, oh my God, I'm 30. I'm going to go back to a family gathering and my aunts and my grandmas and my moms are all going to ask me why I'm not married, mm-hmm. why I don't have a boyfriend, why I'm too fat, why I'm too skinny, mm. how many, how long is it going to take till I have kids? Like, it's bad. Like, it's, it's so, Whoa. it's intense. Right. And it's subtle, too. Like, it can be kind of overt, but mm-hmm. definitely also covert. Yeah, for sure. Um, in the sense where they'll just straight up tell you. Right. You know, there's no, like, necessarily talking behind the back. And then there is also, not only will they tell you to their face, to your face uh-huh. when they see you, but then all the ants will have, like, a little meeting about you, like, on their own. Oh, um, and th- and and they're thinking it's like it's for your well being because right. to be a woman, to be a great woman, you have to be a mom, you have to have kids, to be anything, you have to have me. It's that very like still sort of um traditional mindset mm-hmm. which doesn't go away um right anytime soon. So I mean, I definitely see it with some of my girlfriends that are my age mm-hmm. that are. Because around this age, you know, you start getting married, you start right. having kids, or even earlier, which I don't know how people do it. But um, 
I have a couple girlfriends, girlfriends, Asian girlfriends that are like, oh, like, or or if they're single, they're thinking like, oh, I need to get married soon. I need to have kids. What's gonna happen? Like all this stuff. And I'm like, how can you be thinking about getting married? You don't even have a man right now. Yeah. You know? And the fact that that's on their mind, mm-hmm. as opposed to like, what kind of life do you want to live? Yeah. What kind of woman do you want to be? Mm-hmm. It's so different. It is. And I think, excuse me, I'm glad that you talked about marriage because you actually just gave me like a light bulb moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm 10 years into a relationship. Oh, yes. Um, beautiful relationship. Dylan have been together for 10 years. 10 years. 10 wonderful, girl. strong, loving years. That takes work. <clears throat> it does. And, and it takes hard work. And it's it beautiful work. And I'm happy to do the work every single day. Oh, my heart. That being said... <laughs> Certain family and friends of mine will be like, so when you getting married? Mm-hmm. And I, I've always balked at tradition at every turn yeah, of my life. I've always, I just hate tradition. I hate when someone thinks that they have an idea of how someone else's life should go. I'm immediately like, why didn't your relationship last? Mm-hmm. Why'd you get divorced? Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't, don't worry about why I'm doing what I'm doing or why I'm not getting worry married. About you, girl. But the light bulb moment is, I think perhaps part of the reason that I'm like, no, I don't want to get married yet is twofold. A, I think getting married is what old people do. <laughs> like, I, I'm just putting it out there. I think getting married, that's like official. Like, I am leaving my youth and my 20s oh, behind. I'm old. And I'm, ge- and I'm getting <laughs> older. So maybe part of it for me is like... Uh, uh, some sort of unconscious resistance to wanting to be old. Yeah, ex- I, I think so. Okay. But also, secondly, I think that the way that we handle marriage in this country is very backwards. Oh, I think if yes. you can spend your life with someone and you can <sighs> see yourself spending totally your life with someone, make that mental decision and then do that. Yeah. Do that. Get your house. R- adopt your animals. We have two dogs. Mm-hmm. Start to really build a strong foundation as a couple. Yes. And then get married. I totally agree. I'm not talking about two years of dating and then get married. Because right. to me, I'm always like, mm, okay, well, what are you looking for? Exactly. What do you want in life? Yeah, because for me, I don't feel like I'm anywhere uh, stable enough career-wise. I also feel like I have other just goals that I want to achieve before getting married. Yeah. That to me would signify like, okay, once I do X, Y, and Z, I can get married because I can right. be a really settled calm wife right 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 and i just don't feel like i'm there yet yeah but i do think it's some sort of unconscious resistance Mm. to aging (laughs) like for me it's aging isn't a physical thing it's a mental Mental, thing definitely i also like i i love i think they should everyone should adopt the sense of lifestyle that you and dylan have sort of created (laughs) in order to get married you have to prove that you've been like it'd be a really cool experiment in my in my world perhaps yeah there is a sort of proving it there there is because think about it you date someone you never live with them or maybe you do and living with someone there is so person's habits hygiene cleanliness Mm -hmm. there is so much that involves and if you come from two different cultures or different ways of growing up it's there is no matter what there's bound to be some sort of clashing or issues or problems that you have to figure out and sort through and Mm -hmm. communicate effectively and then there's the finance Mm -hmm. and there's the sex and it's just like i don't get it too you date someone you get married and you're supposed to spend and and if you're religious you don't ever have sex with that person right until you get married if 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 if. we'll just got to keep harping up on that right um and then and then i think too as soon as you get married immediate right immediately right after the as soon as you get married is the question of kids. kids. Yeah. And it's just like, 
you you just gotta do it on your own time yeah you just have to yo i'm not willing to get wrinkles and go gray just yet so the no. kids can wait and it's not just a one one way street you know mm-hmm. i i'm gonna have kids i want my man to be there i don't yeah. want him to go to work i have to worry i don't want him to worry have to worry about money i don't want to worry about money when i have kids preach on it you know like, yeah. i don't want to be going to work when i have kids I totally want to be when I stay at home with them definitely so yeah i i, I very much feel like aging is passed down from mother to child and i think it is also uh an ethnic thing as well yes culturally socially yeah definitely definitely yeah. like my mom never stressed about aging my mom was never like oh my god i'm having wrinkles gotta fix this mm. babe you gotta marry someone before your looks start to go mm. i think that that is a very western caucasian woman mentality I see. And I also think that shows like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, those sort of, uh, or Love at First Sight, those reality style shows that are designed to meet and marry people off, so to speak. I think that those shows really stoked a fear in women, and particularly from what I've noticed in white women, this idea of like, I cannot die alone. Dying alone is the worst (laughs) thing ever. I will not be a complete woman if I am not married. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, wait, first things first, you're not going to die alone because you're going to be, it's going to be you, yourself, and you. No matter what, you come alone. No matter what. You go out alone. That's right. Yeah. Like, no matter what. You and the higher power. Yeah. So if you don't have a fully committed relationship with with you, then you're definitely screwed. Yes. And to me, the women that say, oh my God, I just can't die alone. I hear I don't love myself. I mm-hmm. don't have a strong relationship with me. And no matter who you're with, isn't going to fix that. Right. Listen to some Beyonce. Yeah. Massage that shit out. Because right. I, I do think that those shows play up on that fear when it comes to women. Because I don't necessarily feel like they play up on those fears with men. Not as not as much. I don't feel like I hear not, men say that at all. Not nearly as much. But you don't hear at all in general. And this is passed down culturally, ethnically, socially, everything of like, you never hear... I'm sure you do, but not nearly as much as people telling men, hey, you need a woman. Yeah. Get yourself together and find yourself a woman. Never. No. No. But women, first thing, oh, you need a man. Right. He will save your life. You'll be saved. Everything will be good to go. You'll be, and who the fuck says I want a man? That's true, too. Right? Yeah, that's true, too. Some women are, like, uh, fine on their own. Yeah. Or, or... Or do they even question, like, why they think they need a man in order to be somewhere or to do something? Yeah. Right? I get you. That shouldn't be, that shouldn't be it. It should just be like, I love this I person. Love him, and he loves me. And we want to build something. Yeah. absolutely. Or maybe not every, mo- every uh, uh, woman wants to be a wife, but maybe wants to be a mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong right. with just wanting to be a mom yeah. and not wanting to commit your life to a man. Exactly. I will say one thing about being in a relationship for 10 years, which is extremely freeing, is this idea of I don't leave my house worried about what I look like and who's looking at me. Mm. Like, I already have a man that loves me that I love. I can focus on other things. Yeah. And there's something very liberating about that. Definitely. I think people get caught up. I was just thinking about this, the whole, like... It's so distracting. There's so many things in life that you actually have to focus on. And there's so many levels to how to uh, get to where you want, achieve what you want. So many different aspects, categories, financially, emotionally, physically. Mm -hmm. And I think when you find something that works for you, i.e. you and Dylan, Mm -hmm. then 
nurture that. Yeah. And that can only add to your life. Right. You know? Right. So you not having to worry about what you look like or you having not or having to worry going out and getting a man or having a man hit on you and versus you focusing on what it is you have to get accomplished that day. Right. It makes a difference. Or in, in your life. Or in your life. Definitely. Yeah. Because for me the scariest part of aging is not the physical looks going it's what I'm able to do physically. Like mm-hmm. I said earlier in the episode, I'm a five-day-a-week runner. Right. I'm afraid for the day that I can't run five days a week yeah. because my knees are starting to right. go or my hips are doing funny things. But I also it's think, painful. like, emotionally, like, that connection. Because yeah. think about it. Looks fade. Mm-hmm. Things sag. Everything goes out of the way. It's true. The libido, everything is just kind of falls. Mm-hmm. And having that connection there for you, you know, they say makes you grow like live longer Mm -hmm. so it's it's all or exercising the brain Mm because that's also sort of another thing that i'm afraid of is like my mind going yeah like i'm afraid of getting older and going a little crazy yeah um i just i don't want to end i don't my thing is i'm not no one is gonna put me in like a convalescent a home a home yeah hell to the fucking no No. like i'm gonna have someone who knows me Mm -hmm. who knows my body who knows what to do when i'm sick yeah what to say to me like fuck that yeah because i mean like be- Listen, beauty fades and dumb is forever. Yeah. Check on it. I have never seen a fly ass, drop dead gorgeous 90 year old woman with supermodel looks. Yeah, no way. I've never seen that. No, ain't gonna but happen. But I think one of the great things about older people is the wisdom that you get yeah. from them. Right. And so I think, I mean, I, I speak for a lot of Asians, and, and sometimes I do see my mom sort of look in the mirror and see how she's aged, and I see her sort of look a little concerned, and she has mentioned plastic surgery. And, uh-huh. and as a young girl, I think about, like, what I would be feel like in her age because my mom's lived a rough life and been through a lot, and she's so wise and has so much to still give. Mm-hmm. I just think, like, enjoy the aging process. Like, yeah. Re- like, enjoy that you become better with age you truly do because mm-hmm. you, you know more you know better you oh know? i'm already planning on being part of the vino club okay <laughs> i plan on being like fine wine yeah. let's just get that real straight i can't wait I you can't and me wait. both <laughs> um so i think my message would mostly be to just sort of don't fight it mm-hmm. and don't 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 um uh play into the fears that society likes to target us as Mm -hmm. especially as women in general um and and just keep learning to love yourself definitely i'm definitely with that uh i think anytime society is preying on the fears and insecurities of women if they're not preying on those those exact same insecurities with men i don't acknowledge them Mm. and i encourage any female listener of the show to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you are not seeing the media prey on men about dying alone, don't take that fear to heart. Yeah. Like, no. just don't. It's yeah, a waste of time. It, it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a waste of time. It's not productive. Not at all. The person, if you in your heart believe that the person that you want to get married to is out there, that person is out there. But also be okay if that doesn't happen. Yeah. You can also nurture other friendships. Right. Absolutely. And you have to remember that the most important relationship you have is with yourself. It's true. Otherwise, every other relationship isn't going to... Is gonna, meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So a little bit of uh, soul food for the day. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Hello. I think we, we I feel like we came to this episode talking about like the aging, aging process and, and now it's a, it's like... It's become this sort of... Um, talk of marriage yeah. and self-empowerment yeah, and saying but, fuck 
any stereotype that, that tells women that dying alone is the worst thing yeah. ever. It's really not. Right. Well, because I think the whole process, the aging process sort of is the catalyst. For yeah. That. With the whole aging process comes all this shit. Yeah. That neither me- maybe women aren't prepared for. Mm-hmm. Or like you said, women in their 30s already experience it, which I think is a little early in, for, in my opinion. Yeah. But I mean, they're feeling it, so I can't deny what they're feeling. Right. And so... And so work on the work on the spiritual because you can't no matter how much plastic surgery you do it ain't gonna fix that. Mm-mm. But when someone sees you and they see your light and they see what kind of wonderful evolved being you are, nothing can change it. No matter how many wrinkles you got. And too much plastic surgery is weird. It's weird. It's weird. Like you it's up, weird. Uh, it's we can scary. tell. Yeah, if you are considering plastic surgery, do what makes your do what makes Ugh, your heart. Yeah, if you want to get it done, get it done. But be subtle about it, and just know that and if I, you get too much, people can tell. And and also know that like what really matters is your insides, totally. not your outsides. That's all I'm gonna say. Inner beauty versus outer beauty. Any Definitely. day, any fucking day. If you're pondering plastic surgery and you're like, mm, is this a good idea? Reach out to Jackie and I. <laughs> Black and Yellow we'll podcast. Change your mind. We will change your mind. We will speak you, talk you, love you through yes. it. Yes. Because you are perfect just Pretty the way you true. are. You are. Definitely. All right, guys. That was our first show of the summer series. Happy summertime. Yep. Get that sun in. Put that sunscreen, sunscreen on. on. <laughs> if you're Italian, I'm sure you can tan. If you're black, oh, get it, girl. You put on those yellow bikinis and work that shit out. Mm, delicious. Like I said before, if you want to reach out to us on the gram, we are at Black and Yellow Podcast. Uh, this episode was produced by Christian Humes at Zeitheist. I am Alana Webster. If you want to chat with me or find me on Instagram, you can find me at Renegade of Fun. I'm Jacqueline Chung Young on the gram. And let us know your thoughts, any concerns, any questions. Um, and we'd be happy to hear from you and chat with you guys. Totally. Happy summer, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.